around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. Rome, well, I take two around this great big world. Connect with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. All right, we'll get right back to it for the second time today. I welcome all of you to America's number one travel radio show. We're happy to have you aboard with us for hour two. It is just past 11 a.m. Eastern time. It is Saturday, November 4th. We're going to begin these next 60 minutes of the show by heading out to San Diego, one of our favorite cities. Uh, as with Veterans Day coming up next Saturday, folks, Fleet Week is kicking off in that city. It is, and San Diego and the military have a long-standing relationship with several important naval bases and naval stations in the area. In my opinion, it's always a good time to be in sunny San Diego, but with the strong military presence and the iconic USS Midway there, visiting for Fleet Week is pretty special. So joining us on the show hotline is Larry Blumberg, the CEO of Fleet Week San Diego. Good morning, Larry. Thanks for getting up early on a Saturday morning to join us. Well, good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, not too early, 8 o'clock. That's okay. Well, it's better than when we have our Hawaii affiliate on because they definitely are up earlier, so that's true. But uh, listen, first of all, uh, a sincere thank you for your 30 years of military service with us in the U.S. Navy. Well, uh, my pleasure, and uh, I was happy to serve, and uh, in some way I'm hoping I can continue to serve here by well, you definitely Fleet are Week in San Diego with, with what you're doing. All right, so it looks like you know you've kicked off Fleet Week San Diego with an enlisted recognition luncheon and a military band concert last night. That clearly, Mary and I and Rudy that we missed. Anything else planned for this weekend or during the upcoming week before the other ships come in in next weekend, uh, if you will, for Veterans Day? Well, today uh, we have a um, what we call our uh, Fleet Week football classic with our San Diego State University. Uh, um, hosting um, about 600 military families, uh, and it's uh, also the Navy Band Southwest participates with the uh, San Diego State Marching Band. So it's a, a, a big night for military families uh, at uh, our Snapdragon Stadium with uh, San Diego State University. It's a great mm-hmm. event out there. It sounds like a great event. We're going to have to get out there for Fleet Week yeah. San Diego. Um, so, Larry, Robert, and I and our son, RJ, visited the USS Midway earlier this year, and we were really impressed with the experience. We've been to San Diego many times. It was our first time on the Midway. I wasn't too surprised, since San Diego does have that strong military presence, as I mentioned, but so many of your volunteers are vets, and uh, I'm curious if you're going to have additional volunteers for Fleet Week, and I know with the ships coming next week, are you offering public tours on the other ships that are coming in next weekend? Well, yeah, all, all of the above. Uh, we're mm-hmm. always looking for volunteers. Uh, we need a help, need a lot of help uh, hosting the folks. Uh, and uh, yeah, we uh, we our main event is on the pier right next uh, the next uh, next door to Midway, uh, where our our Navy ships and uh, Coast Guard cutters and Marine equipment comes. Um, I, I love the Midway. Everybody loves the Midway, and they are big supporters of Fleet Week. Uh, the difference between uh, visiting the Midway and visiting uh, the, the ships at, at uh, Broadway Pier for Fleet Week are. Um, you're talking to real sailors, real Marines, real Coast Guard people. Um, not that there's anything wrong talking to veterans, uh, but uh, the young men and women who are actually serving today um, are, are really uh, fun, fun people to, to get to know and meet. 
Larry, I understand most of uh, the Fleet Week action uh, will take place next weekend uh, during Veterans Day at the Broadway Pier downtown. Tell me what the Innovation Zone is exactly. It sounds interesting. Well, yeah, the Innovation Zone, uh, it it was unique to San Diego, but uh, several of the other Fleet Weeks have copied it. And what it is is we bring together the companies that uh, make the technology and the uh, innovation, innovative equipment uh, and, and hardware that is used by our young men and women uh, in their in their day-to-day uh, jobs, so to speak, while in the military. Mm. And we also bring together in under one roof uh, the uh, the major military commands. We you know there are more than ships and marines out here. There's a lot of like uh, there's a big. Um, the, what we call Naval Information Warfare Center, which is the Navy's high-tech uh, research and development lab. Um, there's organizations like the Navy Health Research Center and the Naval Medical Center, uh, which is a kind of cutting edge of military medicine. So when you combine uh, companies like Lockheed Martin and Raytheon and General Atomics and um, Amazon Web Services and Sony uh, with the uh, end users, uh, plus the Navy labs and uh, that uh, specialize in, in using that high-tech equipment. Uh, we really have a, a unique experience there. Yeah, it, uh, so- it sounds that way. To the public. Absolutely. So, you know, Larry, I, I realize we're talking uh, Fleet Week San Diego that's going on now. It'll go through Veterans Day next weekend. But I do want to talk a little bit about the USS Midway. As Mary said, you know, uh, we, we were there. We have the Intrepid here in New York. But the USS Midway, it's an entirely different experience. And in some ways, I found it to be a lot more authentic, candidly. So, you know, it, it, most people, if they don't know, the ship was commissioned. It was the largest ship in the world, I think, 1945. It was decommissioned in 92, from what I recall. Uh, it opened the museum back in 2004, so we're coming up on 20 years. But, you know, how important to San Diego is it for your tourism? And how important is, is it for all of the military families in the area to have the ship there? Well, extremely important. I mean, I'm sure you folks who are in the business know that the Midway is, uh, last time I checked anyway, the number two tourist attraction in, in all of San Diego, uh, only uh, outpaced by, I think, our San Diego Zoo. Um, yeah, I, well, the Midway, I think the difference between the Midway and the Intrepid is uh, the Midway, you know, first of all, it recently served. Uh, it was host to, you know, it, it served in Vietnam. Uh, and it's, uh, uh, I, I, I've been on both the Intrepid and Midway, and I couldn't agree with your analysis uh, uh, more. Uh, the Midway, uh, one, the, the docents on the Midway, the people who, who show people around, the majority of those are retired uh, Navy folks uh, that have, have served at Midway at one time or another, uh, or they're Naval aviators uh, that have flown aircraft off Midway. Um, so it is a unique experience. Uh, Terry Kraft, the new uh, CEO of, of Midway, he was at, our, at our, one of our events yesterday. Got to chat with him. Uh, uh, great guy. Uh, yeah, and, 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 you know, the Midway, people in uniform uh, can, can tour the Midway for free, uh, all, you know, just about any time, I'm, I'm pretty I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Well, I, I want to give folks the website. Uh, I know we have affiliates. We have an affiliate in San Diego. We certainly have a number of affiliates in California or they were in the Pacific or the Southwest, if you will, the country. If people want to go, fleetweeksandiego.org is the website, fleetweeksandiego.org. Larry, I uh, appreciate you joining us today yeah, very much. You, we wish you a good week. 
Well, appreciate it. And just remember, all the events on board uh, uh, Broadway Pier for the public are free and open to the public. So okay. there's no charge for any of the events, the tour of the ships, or see the innovation zone. Well, go enjoy so your football great. game today, and we really Thank appreciate you, the check-in today, okay? Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, there we are. Uh, Rudy, have you ever done the Midway in San Diego? I have not. No, I didn't. I'm embarrassed to say I didn't. I've been to San Diego four or five times. Always very quickly. Always briefly. It really is. And by the way, the other thing he didn't mention, all the aircraft on the Midway actually were, they only had aircraft that actually served on the Midway there, unlike the Intrepid here in New York. All right. In three minutes, we are headed over to the U.K. for a chat on family travel and its impact on kids for today's personal connection segment. Keep those radios locked in, everyone. We're back in 180 seconds. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Hilton Grand Vacations provides a premier travel experience that will surpass your expectations. With more than 150 resorts, they provide spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities. You can also convert membership points into Hilton Honor Points for stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide or for air travel, car rentals, and more. Wherever travel takes you, you'll always feel at home with Hilton Grand Vacations because your stay will feel more like a home than a hotel room. Find more info at HiltonGrandVacations.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. There's never a wrong time to protect your home, but this fall happens to be an especially good time because you can get up to 50% off a brand new Simply Safe home security system. SimplySafe.com slash carry is comprehensive protection for the whole home with advanced sensors that detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Get 50% off any Simply Safe system with a fast protect plan. Just visit SimplySafe.com slash carry. That's SimplySafe.com slash carry for 50% off with a fast protect plan or go to rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. There's no safe like Simply Safe. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. Why not take care of your holiday shopping now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when Raycon is offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now because you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Just head to buyraycon.com slash carry to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. Once again, that's buyraycon.com slash carry, buyraycon.com slash carry, or you can always find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives travel news sponsor links and so much more you can also connect with robert and mary and the rm world travel show team now back to america's number one travel radio show from fleet week to family travel that's going to be our personal connection today and we're sponsored by hilton grand vacations and if you're looking for another way to travel and enjoy yourself as part of the hilton portfolio of brands hilton grand vacations provides a premier travel experience that's going to surpass your expectations with more than 150 resorts in places like new york city 
City, Las Vegas, Mexico, Italy, the UK, Japan, and more. They provide spacious, upscale accommodations with home-like features and resort-style amenities. We like the ability to convert membership points into Hilton Honor points, and then you can use them towards stays at thousands of Hilton hotels worldwide. You can even use them for car rentals, air travel, and a lot more. So wherever travel takes you, find more info at HiltonGrandVacations.com or RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Okay, Kate Wickers is a UK-based travel writer who's been working in our industry for more than 25 years, and rather than going solo for many of her travel assignments around the world, she brought along her husband and three boys whenever she could. For today's Personal Connections segment of the show, Kate joins us now via Google Meet. Hello, Kate. Nice to see you here in the studio with Mary and me today. Oh, well, thank you very much for inviting me. Well, you're very welcome. Uh, we enjoy doing sometimes these uh, Google Meet conversations. So, Kate, you know, we appreciate that you certainly, you know, you've taken family travel to another level. It's something that we certainly connect with. We have two sons who we've been traveling with. You know, they've been traveling with us really since globally since, since they, they were, were born. born. Yeah. Uh, you and your husband, you have three boys. You didn't let that stop you from seeing the world, which is what your book, Shape a Boy, is all about. So why don't you share the meaning behind the title? And that'll help us set the stage for today's personal connection. Well, I think it was when we we first did really long haul travels when um, my older two boys, Josh and Ben, were very young. Um, and people would look at us like we were crazy when we told them we were going to places like Borneo. And, you know, people would say crazy things like, uh, well, they won't remember any of it. And I felt very, very strongly that it would shape them the travel would shape them into the young men they are now. Um, and that's where my title comes from, really. I've, you know, I think everything they've experienced on our travels has um, had a huge effect on them growing up. So much better than traditional education yeah. travel, no question. So, Kate, you didn't just travel throughout Europe. You went to some really far-flung, exotic places in the world, adventures to countries like Thailand, Cambodia, Cuba, so just building on that shape of a boy with three boys, three very different personalities, I'm sure you are in our personal connection segment today. I'd love for you, if you can, give us a few specifics of, obviously they're older now, how your boys you do think were shaped by your travels. Well, I think that I've never hidden things from the boys. Um, so if we've come across extreme poverty or, for example, in Cambodia, people with limbs missing from landmines. Um, even when they were little, we had quite big discussions around those topics. Um, and I really feel that, you know, as they've grown up, that that will have had an effect on them. Um, you know, it's very easy to um, keep things hidden from you. You want to protect your children. But I always felt that, you know, they were growing up in Windsor. We live in Windsor, which is a real bubble of a place, you know. Beautiful, though. It is lovely. It is lovely. But it's very one dimensional. Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted the boys to experience things beyond Windsor. And I didn't want to turn away from things that were difficult. And I think they would say now that that will have had a huge effect on them. Yeah, and you know, your honesty and your candor comes across very well in the book. It's uh, beautifully written in terms of what goes right, what doesn't go right, the lessons they learn along the way with you and your husband. Uh, something else that really resonated with us is your son Josh's nut allergy. One of our sons has severe multiple food allergies. We've talked about it on the show before, and yet he's always been well taken care of abroad, but we've always been also very, very careful. You could have thrown in the towel 
just with that complication and said, nope, we're not traveling abroad. We're certainly not going to places like Borneo. Why didn't you and how did it work out along the travels for Josh? Well, again, um, it was very tempting to keep Josh in a very safe bubble um, and not go anywhere when I realized he had a, a, you know, a life-threatening nut allergy. Um, but then I didn't want Josh growing up with anxiety, thinking that having an allergy like this would affect, you know, the decisions he made in life and the choices he, he you know, to keep him um, in the UK the whole time. That would be yeah. ridiculous. Um, I wanted him growing up very relaxed about it, but vigilant. And he's been, he took responsibility from a very young age. I always took with me a, a little uh, sheet of paper in the local language explaining exactly what his allergy was. But often before I could even show it, Josh was there telling a waiter, mm. I have a nut allergy. Um, it's something that, you know, he's taken seriously, but he's not anxious about. And for that, oh, I'm really I, I, We applaud grateful. that yeah. because we, yeah. we, frankly, our experiences have mirrored that. And I do think, you know, you take what is clearly, you know, a negative uh, situation, you turn it into a positive. It does remove that anxiety. But I think about all the relationships that it's led to and all of the wonderful experiences and things that Absolutely. we, frankly, maybe never would have encountered. But, you know, going back to Mary's earlier question about the travels shaping your boys, you're looking at it from a different perspective, you know, Kate, if you will. How do you think all of your diverse travels and experiences have shaped you over the years? Well, I think traveling with the boys in particular um, is a very different experience. Obviously, I'm a travel writer, so I traveled a lot before having children. But I saw the world in a very different way with children. Um, You see the small things that as an adult, you just miss, you know, even from things, you know, like things on the floor, (laughs) because they're lower down, so they see that stuff. Yeah. But also having children with you brings you into much greater contact with local people, Um, particularly traveling in Asia. Everybody would want to come and chat to the boys, particularly having three boys in Asia. Sure. You know, here I'm considered, oh, poor Kate, she's got three boys. There, they love it. But I'd go to Asia and people would want to touch me (laughs) and take some of my boy producing genes. (laughs) Terrible, really. But that was the truth of it. That was the truth of it. So, um, yeah, so it brought me into contact, you know, with local people a lot more. It was a very different experience. And um, I loved I loved just seeing how they how they saw the world. Yeah. So and you can't put a price on that. So I would say that far flung exotic travel may not be for every family and that's okay. But the reality, you know, of traveling with kids, even if it's Chicago to New York can be daunting for some families. What general advice would you have to anyone listening to encourage people to take that leap and travel no matter where it is with their kids? Well, I think I would say about travel is Do not get stressed out about things you have no control over. I never really understand when I see people at airports making a huge fuss that the plane's delayed. It's it's like, well, what are you going to achieve by shouting? It's not going to make (laughs) it show up any earlier. That's true. (laughs) Make it show up. So what I would say is, you know, that things do go wrong all the time. But focus on the pleasure of you're going to have when you get there. And just try and stay calm because kids pick up on your stress anyway. So if you're stressing about the fact they're not sleeping on a plane or, you know, you just have to go with quite a relaxed mind, I think, and not overthink things. I mean, prepare well for a trip, 
but don't overthink every possible disaster that yeah. could happen yeah, well, that, because that... usually it's the things that you never ever thought of exactly in a million years agree that do happen. Well, and again, going back to a positive situation, oftentimes, I've always said this, we've certainly said it on the show over the years, when when you have to go to plan B or C, sometimes you have the best experience possible. And, you know, we, we know, I say it all the time, it, it's an overuse saying it is what it is, because you can't control certain things. So when you try to, like the weather, I can't control the weather when I'm going somewhere, so I really don't focus on it. All right, mm-hmm. I prepare myself, but whatever it is, it's going to be. But really quick with you, you know, I know you didn't do it for this reason, but, you know, did you ever imagine you'd be such a positive source of inspiration for parents and family travel (laughs) well it's funny uh you know thinking of myself as inspirational I I did have a bit of a joke with my boys when my book came out because at one point I was quite high up the charts in parenting and (laughs) they thought that was hilarious you know (laughs) I don't don't profess to be a parenting expert by any means you know um I think that's why people have connected with the book because there's a great deal of humor well, and I want, I want to tell people how they can get that. And by the way, you, listen, Kate, I think it comes across loud and clear. You seem very reasonable, very relaxed. You're somebody that we would enjoy traveling with because you're going to keep the drama out of travel, which is important. But folks, you can connect with Kate yourself. You can learn about her own travel stories, all of the things that she does, and Shape a Boy. The website is just katewickers.com, katewickers.com. Kate, very nice to connect with you today. It's very nice seeing you, as I said earlier. We hope you have a nice rest of the weekend over there in the U.K. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Kate. Take care. Thank you. All right. Well, Kate's gone. I see the screen just went green. We're no longer seeing her marriage. What an interesting family. Shape of a boy. Really great read. And you can find out a lot more about Kate and what she's doing at wickers.kate on her Instagram account. Wickers.kate. Wickers.kate or katewickers.com. All right. We are quickly approaching our next sponsors break. Up next, Bobby will reconnect us with Rudy as he delves into cutting through the chaos and confusion with international tipping. Stay with us, everyone. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back, and you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette, well, they've been taking travelers around the world since 1918. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites with ample free time in their destinations. All tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and more. In short, they take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book all the exciting travel adventures, or you know what to do, folks. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, you'll find a direct link. If you've ever wondered if CBD and plant-based solutions can help you, well, 90% of customers report better sleep and 81% say CBD helps with stress and anxiety. CB Distillery uses 100% clean ingredients and has more than 2 million satisfied customers. If you've been thinking about trying it for a health concern that's not getting better, consider CBD from CBDistillery.com. Visit CBDistillery.com and enter code CARRY for a 20% discount. No prescription required. That's CBDistillery.com, promo code CARRY for 20% off, or find a link at armworldtravel.com under Sponsors. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Nice to have you in the house today. I'm Rudy Maxa. This segment of the show is sponsored by CBDDistillery.com. Let me ask you something. Could you use more calm in your life? How about better focus and concentration? Well, 81% of CBD users say that that helps them with stress and anxiety. 
Or maybe you're looking to sleep better. 90% of CBD users say they now enjoy improved sleep. It even helps fight fatigue or muscle pain after exercising and physical activity. CBDDistillery.com offers a full range of carefully formulated CBD and other plant-based solutions. They're packed with whole-body healing plant compounds and vital nutrients. We're talking 100% clean ingredients, so no artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. If you're frustrated with a health concern that's not getting better, try CBD. And right now, to get you started, you'll save 20% or more at CBDDistillery.com if you enter the code CAREY, C-A-R-E-Y. There's no prescription required, so go check out all the oils, topicals, drink mixes, capsules, gummies, and powders at cbddistillery.com. They even offer pet products, too. And as always, you'll find a direct link at armworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Well, what is it that seems to vex us so when it comes to tipping, especially in a different country where tipping may or not be a common practice? I've had folks write me asking how much to tip a hotel bell- bellman in the U.S. or a hotel housekeeper or Uber driver. Well, we've got the guest for you today. Nick Layton is a journalist who currently co-hosts a podcast called Were You Raised by Wolves? <laughs> it addresses tipping questions as well as a few more exotic topics, such as should you break apart a bundle of bananas in a grocery store? Nick, welcome to the show. Um, Thank you so much. Should you break apart a bundle of bananas? Let's get that out of the way. Should you break apart a bundle? <laughs> is, is that legit? Is that an okay thing to do? I do. I, uh, I think for most people, yeah, you can do it. But okay. let's just be gentle with the bananas you're not buying. Exactly. All right. Do you agree with me that smart people, smart people get stumped and nervous sometimes when it comes to tipping? Oh, all people, smart or not. Yes. Total minefield. Well, there are countries like Japan where it is traditional. Sometimes they're offended if you tip in some cases, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Generally speaking, in Japan, there is no tipping. Very few exceptions to that. And And, it's wonderful. I mean, it's so liberating as a tourist to be able to not worry about it. Yeah, you, you do mention that uh, Royocons, which are the traditional inns where you sleep on a mat on the floor, um, if they offer really good service, you might tip. But generally, it's not customary there, nor nor the island of Taiwan. Let me ask you this. This has been a topic that I've been talking to friends about. I Well, I won't tell you what I do yet. How What do you do about tipping housekeepers in hotels? What do you suggest? Well, the first rule is tip every day you're there. Don't wait until the end of your visit because it could be a different person than uh, who was there earlier in the week. So definitely leave a tip every day. And generally speaking, we want to follow the etiquette rules uh, wherever we are. But generally speaking, it's okay to tip housekeeping globally. Um, So I I think uh, it's a good thing to do. And you want to just do it in the local currency and and you want to just do it per day. And you want to leave it in a place that's obvious that like this is a tip. Or you can even say uh, this is a tip. You can leave a note. I either hand it to them in the hallway if I see a housekeeper or I leave it on the bed. And in the United States at nice hotels, I leave $5 a day. What's your suggestion? I think that's a great number. Yeah. Okay. Now, you know, if you're in another country, $5 is a lot of money. But if it's not a lot of money to you and it's a thrill to them, what the heck? Those people work really, really hard. They have backbreaking, you know, you have to lift those mattresses up and slide the sheets under a lot a day. That, That gets to you. For sure. Yeah, they're definitely typically the lowest paid person in like a hotel. So it is nice to tip them. All right. Restaurants have gotten tricky now, haven't they? Because I I, I, here in where I live in in Minneapolis, I live in St. Paul, but my neighbor's city, Minneapolis, I was at a restaurant just the other night and they were charging 20 percent for a health and something, you know, thing that's new since COVID. And that was before a tip. And if you leave a 20 percent tip, you are basically adding 40 percent to the cost of your dinner. Uh, That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, and yeah they make what a, are you supposed to do with that? 
And they make yeah. a big deal about this not being a tip. So I did leave another 20%. Okay, leaving aside that health and, you know, if they add 2%, fine. But what do you customarily tip or recommend tipping in the United States at restaurants? I think 20% is basically the number. I, I, I don't think there's any other number other than 20% these days. Um, I think you could do that on the pre-tax total if you want. Some people will do it on the post-tax total. But I think 20 is the number. Gone are the days when we're tipping 15%. I think those days are gone. I agree with you, though. A lot of my friends don't, but uh, that's that's their choice. Now, overseas, 10% is often uh, or just spare change in England sometimes. Um, But how do you find out when you go to a new country? How do you learn just by watching others? Do you ask your hotel what you should tip in restaurants? How do you learn what to tip? Well, I think it's really interesting that people, when they're planning a trip, they spend so much time researching restaurants, uh, the walking tours, what museums, and they don't spend a lot of time researching the cultural things that they need to know, which includes etiquette. And so researching the tipping rules of where you're going before you leave, this should be part of the planning. So there are no secrets about what is traditional for tipping anywhere in the world at this point. The Internet has this very well covered. So it is just something to Google before you go. And I like to Google uh, and cross-reference because you'll hear different opinions and you'll want to kind of triangulate where you think most people are landing in terms of what is acceptable. Um, There's a lot of places where even the locals are confused or there's different opinions. So if you do enough research, you'll kind of come to some consensus and then you'll have a sense of what you should do. How much per bag for a bellman in the United States in a nice hotel? I like a, a two bucks a bag. Okay. Okay. All right. That's pretty generous. Nick Layton. Nick Layton is an Emmy award-winning journalist, uh, currently co-host of the podcast, Were You Raised by Wolves? And you can read all, he's got a fascinating guy. As I said, should you break apart those banana bunches in in, in, in a grocery store? Check him out at etiquettecrime.com or I like wereyouraisedbywolves.com. Nick, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. Fun isn't hard. Right. Babbel's interactive lessons, podcasts, games, and more make it fun and engaging, so you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. You can choose from topics like travel, business, relationships, and more. You'll learn what matters most to you. Plus, Babbel's lessons are designed to get you speaking right away. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. Just three weeks? Even better. Since Babbel's lessons are designed by language experts and voiced by real native speakers, you'll get the accents just right and be able to carry on conversations with confidence. Learning a language with Babbel doesn't take long. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's It's perfect. perfect. And now, try Babbel free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra smooth, ultra powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. 
Bye. E-verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See boostmobile.com for details. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements, learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better night after night. Sleep next level only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends 4th of July. Our friends at Field of Greens just got one of the best testimonials ever. Listen to this. Quote, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens. Unquote. Field of Greens can't promise your doc will dance into your room, but they can promise this product will improve your health and make a difference or your money back. You can get started with 15% off by just going to fieldofgreens.com and using the promo code CAREY, C-A-R-E-Y, or visit armworldtravel.com and look for a link under Sponsors. participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This segment of the show is sponsored by TheraBreath. With Halloween this past week, here's a trick and a treat we can all get behind. Want to help your career advance along? Want to help your kids make more friends and do better in class? Well, having fresh breath will help. Fresh breath and good oral hygiene are keys to good health. So fix your mouth with TheraBreath. Face it, we all fight the bad breath battle, but using TheraBreath fresh breath oral rinse will fix it. This stuff doesn't mask bad breath like those burning alcohol mouthwashes that can actually irritate your mouth. There are no added dyes, no artificial colors. It's gluten-free. It's even certified kosher. And if you have bleeding gums when you brush or floss, try TheraBreath Healthy Gums Oral Rinse. That includes an FDA-approved ingredient proven to fight gum disease. There's even a TheraBreath Whitening Oral Rinse, too. Products from TheraBreath give the gift of good health. Just look for the bright orange cap in retailer drugstores. Order it at TheraBreath.com. We like to say there's confidence in every capful. TheraBreath.com. Be sure to tell them Robert, Mary, and Rudy sent you. There's also a link at armworldtravel.com under Sponsors. Well, one of the great reasons to travel is to sample cuisines, or in the case of my guests this segment, local drinks like wine or beer. My guest wears a lot of, lot of hats. He's a writer, he's a photographer, and an expert on beers, and he goes by the name, uh, it's, it's a little play on things, Ale Sharpton. The ale is, of course, referring to his penchant for beer. But I want to talk to him today about cideries, which he knows a lot about as well. We reach him today, I think, at his home base in Atlanta, and join me in welcoming Dennis Malcolm Byron, also known as Ale Sharpton. He'd like me to call him Ale, which I will. Dennis, uh, you also know a few things about cider. As I said, I'd have to admit I've never heard the word cideries before. Tell me what a visitor to a cidery can expect, and is apple season, which we're in now, the only time you can visit a cidery? Uh, no, it's open uh, year-round. First of all, thanks for having me on your lovely show. Um, people go to cideries just for the refreshment. Also, nowadays, you have that... Uh, alcohol kick to it so it's kind of a great alternative to things like wine or beer 
So they do that. And then the smell of apples when you walk in, it's always very welcoming at any cidery I've been to. It's really a fun experience. All right. But in a cidery, can you also get just plain cider? Uh, yes, of course. They have okay. uh, different styles, but yes, absolutely. Then there's the adjuncts and then those that do have alcohol in it. But they have stuff for everybody, including the little kitties. Are there a lot of these? I know you live in Atlanta, and apparently you go to a place called uh, Mercier in Blue Ridge. And urban yes. tree. Are these? Is this all one Mercier and Blue Ridge and Urban Tree in Atlanta? Uh, urban Tree is uh, Mercier is in uh, Blue Ridge, so it's not too far away, about an hour and a half away. But uh, Urban Root, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And Urban Tree is in Atlanta. Yes, Urban Tree is in Atlanta. It's an awesome, awesome spot. It's uh, the closest to. Uh, a brewery you can imagine with so many different flavors that they have to choose from. Um, so it's really good. And usually they're about 6% alcohol. And do most cideries grow their own apples as well? Uh, usually they source them, but yes, cideries, usually they're called cideries. They better have an orchard around there to make it a little more legitimate. But also they do stuff where they outsource as well, but usually that's not the case. And do you find there are, that cideries are becoming more popular? Um, shortly, um, they're starting to grow a little bit. But uh, really, what, what's the popularity? Is this more thing out there? And shows like this are really letting people know that uh, there are some different alternatives to breweries and wineries that you can go to. Any of them serve food that you know of? Yeah, some do some pairings and stuff like that. But one in particular uh, that we uh, already mentioned, Mercier, they have these things called these fritters. They're different ones. Of course, they have apple, but they have peach. They have sweet potato. And those are what people go for, world famous. And plus, there's caramelized apples and different styles like that as well to choose from. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. you think it might be a good option for a Thanksgiving uh, dinner? <laughs> yes, well, at least to uh, pair with the dinner. Um, apples, always, you always know, go well with Thanksgiving dinners or just anything for that point when it comes to culinary. Apples are very friendly, and you can either sit or, of course, have your apples during those times. Uh, so, yes, very popular for Thanksgiving. So if I were trying to find a cidery near me, would I basically go to a search engine like Google or something and then just type in a cidery near me? Absolutely. If you don't mind putting your location, which they ask you, put in cidery and they will pop up for sure. Okay. Um, now I know we just have a minute left, but uh, I know you also are a beer connoisseur. What is your website if, if folks would like to know more information about, uh, about Ale Sharpton? Uh, my website is A-L-E Sharpton, and then my Instagram is really how you know about me. That's real, R-E-A-L, A-L-E Sharpton. And if I could, I want to give two other uh, cideries a shout-out. That's Soap, which is really cool, and that's in Youngstown, Ohio. They're winning a lot of awards. And then there's the uh, South Hill Cidery. That's in Ithaca, New York, where I was born. And there's one uh, my son went to school at Cornell in Ithaca, and I gather there's one in Ithaca, New York, called South Hill Cidery. That's the one. And uh, I went to Cornell, so maybe we met. <laughs> <laughs> well, you went to Cornell to become a beer expert. I like that in a guy. <laughs> <laughs> there's a campus now, which I'm jealous of. I wasn't there when I was there. Dennis Malcolm Byron is also known as Ale Sharpton, and I thank you so much for joining us, Ale. Great times. Thanks for you. We'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. As Rudy now heads out to find himself some local cider folks, Mary and I welcome all of you back to the New York City area with us, and we're sponsored by buyraycon.com slash carry. Wherever travel takes you, take premium audio with you. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever, plus they include three distinct sound profiles to match whatever you're listening to. They also feature noise isolation and awareness modes, and with optimized gel tips, they are comfortable enough for all-day wear, and they're not going to budge. You're going to get eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of total battery life. We appreciate they cost half the price of the other premium audio brands out there. Right now, you can save 20 to 50% off with a 30-day happiness guarantee. Just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors, or buy raycon.com slash carry. Founded in 1954 as a nonprofit international organization for travelers who visited 100 or more of the world's countries and territories, the Travelers Century Club is a group of about 1,500 members around the globe. Joining us now on that show hotline to share more is their president, Steve Fuller. Good morning, Steve. Welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Good morning to you. Well, nice to have you with us today. Steve, you know, I am told you've enjoyed a long career in law there in Kansas City. I'm also told that you're a serious marathon runner, having run marathons in all 50 states on all seven continents. You're the first uh, American to do that. I know we have our marathon tomorrow here in New York. Does the president of the Traveler's Century Club have to be a member first? I want to know that. And how many countries have you personally visited and roughly over what time span? Yeah, okay, well... Actually, you can divide up the countries two ways. You can divide the United Nations has actually 193 members, and then actually there's three. There's an asterisk behind the 193. There's three real quick ones: Taiwan, Palestine, and the Vatican aren't members of the United Nations. But so there's 196. But our club actually has a master list of 330 besides the UN countries of territories, such as Alaska, Hawaii, Isle of Man, Guernsey, Jersey, Scotland, Wales, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So the master list is 330, but the United Nations list would be 196. And how many have you been to? Um, I've been to, let's see, all the United Nations countries, and I think I'm somewhere about 280 towards the 330, wow. and I'm, I've already decided I'm not going to make it. Some of these countries are so obscure in northern islands off the coast of northern Russia mm-hmm. that are just, in matter of fact, some of these are just imp- almost impossible to get to. They're, mm. they're almost life goals. So I've already decided that's just not going to happen for well, me. And still, most people 280. Decided, God bless yeah, you. Yeah, well, that's still an achievement. So speaking yeah, of yes. obscure, and well, I want to ask you two things. So real quick, though, is it a social club for travelers? Is that yes, what this is? very okay. much a social club. Okay. And, and what happens is, and you've probably seen this yourself if you traveled, we all, the listeners could probably tell you the same thing. They come back from a trip, they get to go to Scotland, for example, and they get so excited, and they come home, and they start talking to their neighbors, and the neighbors don't really care. They can talk to the mailman and explain that, you know, the beautiful territory up there, they just kind of look with a blank look. So the, the club is more an opportunity to have a listening post and to talk to people who, you know, are interested and have been maybe mm-hmm. perhaps like-minded people, like-minded right. experiences. Yeah, exchange exactly. and share exactly. ideas. So let's go back to obscure. I see Midway Island and some other very obscure islands on the list of countries and territories that you have. Clearly, some of these islands, I would think, are really difficult to get to. I'm really curious, Steve, if you, off the top of your head, know or can share what the most difficult island was for you to get to? Well, there's two. There's Midway Island, and then there's an island. I think it's British overseas territory that's actually in the Indian Ocean that has some top 
very secretive security equipment that basically nobody can go to. What I was going to say the most typical one for a traveler would be there's Nauru, N-A-U-R-U, in the South Pacific, and it's the smallest island in the United Nations. I think it's 13 miles. It's 13 miles in circumference. And they only allow 200 visitors a year just through visas. They don't really have any kind of hotel or infrastructure set up for tourism. So I would say Nauru would be the most Mm -hmm. difficult ones for most people to visit. Mm. And I would say uh, at this point, uh, as we head towards the new year, if somebody wants to go to Nauru, they better uh, get get that in for one of the 200. All right, a few questions come to mind just listening to us talk. So is there a membership fee? And if yes, how much? And then share that first. What is it? The membership fee would be $75. And I think there might be an initiation fee, and I'm embarrassed I don't know. Well, that's initiation. Initiation fee might be somewhere around a hundred dollars. But it's nominal. Time. Okay, so nominal. That we love yeah, that. Nominal, and seventy-five dollars. And you have uh, to hit a hundred countries and territories. But what if you're close? I don't know, maybe eighty-seven or ninety-two. Yeah, so no, we have an auxiliary membership. It's for seventy-five members. And, yeah, you can join and you can actually participate in all the club activities, and I think the the limit there is 75. Okay. And I was going to just offer real quickly that the 100 is a lot easier. Uh, many people think that the 100 is such a awe-inspiring figure. If you actually add Hawaii, Alaska, and then the Caribbean countries, people forget. Mm-hmm. I think there's something like 25 different U.N. countries okay. in the Caribbean alone, maybe 25. Well, Steve, okay, Steve it's my goal now. There We're going to hit it. Steve, I want to give the website very uh, for folks. Folks, go check it out, travelerscenturyclub.org, travelerscenturyclub.org. Steve, very nice to connect with you today. Enjoy the weekend, okay? Sure. Nice talking to you. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye. All right. Well, what a nice guy. And, I feel like uh, he has more stories in there that we can uncover with him in another segment. Well, someday. I said it was nice connecting with Steve today, and it was. It's also been nice connecting with all of you today tuned in across the USA. That's a wrap for Hour 2 in our November 4th edition of America's number one travel radio show. Until we are back with you next Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Barry and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed, safe travels, enjoy, and set the those clocks back, folks. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.